You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. Hey, what day is it? Uh, to my knowledge, Wednesday. Well, we're happier than a camel on Wednesday, baby. Jake Bakoven. Coach told me when we're in Rome, we do as Romans, and when we're in Italy, we do as Italians. So, Ilians, they eat pizza after the game. Tom and Buck starts now. Welcome in. Normally, hour number one, now hour number two. Uh, we were the Schaefer and Happer show uh, at the 10 o'clock hour, and now we are Tom and Bach, which we normally uh, do that right now from 11 to 2 every weekday. Uh, a little bit later on, we do have Chris Bashnett of the Lincoln Journal Star. We'll talk some Husker hoops and football. The potential of Tony Tuioti leaving to Oregon is a big deal. We'll also approach that subject. Brian Munson will join us uh, a little bit later on from uh, Husker Online. And uh, some Hoiberg Bites. I, I, but I don't know if I really want to wait too long to play some of the Hoiberg Bites. But you did have an update on Bigfoot. Yeah, uh, there's... There's news on Bigfoot today. There's been another Bigfoot sighting recently in Illinois uh, uh, near Springfield. The man saw a, a giant, you know, obviously it's always a blur. Uh, yeah. It kind of crossed his, his path. Uh, covered a two-lane highway road in two strides. So it was very lengthy. Mm. It was very quick, very athletic. He said, shiny black hair. Um, so That's maybe a different him. look than Bigfoot. It's got to be him. Yeah. Um, he's he's there have been Bigfoot sightings. What since the fifties and sixties, or yeah. maybe earlier than that. So he's well over a hundred. You think it's just one, or is it several Bigfoot? Well, that big feet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's been a big feet sighting. I don't know. That's a good question. Do you believe in Bigfoot? I don't. You don't. <laughs> I think if, but you big, you believe in aliens, right? Yeah, I believe in aliens. But my take on aliens is that we always think that aliens are going to be smarter and come and take over the world. Right. I think all the aliens are pretty stupid so far. I, you know, I think that we're the most <laughs> highest advanced. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 people so far. So 
That's why we haven't seen them you because they're just messing around on some planet. They That's don't know right. what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. But in every movie we've ever seen, they come down and they suck out your brain. Yeah. And they figured out how to do that. Oh, Mars Attacks is my favorite uh, alien movie. You have a favorite? That was more of a um, comedy than anything. What was the one where they pour the water on them and then they, they get. Was uh, that Signs? That was Signs. Signs was pretty good, yeah. I liked Signs a lot. Swing, uh, what does he say? Like, swing for the fences. Swing, yeah, swing for the fences. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's probably my favorite. I liked Sigourney Weaver back in the original Aliens. Oh, yeah. But some of those, man, they're pretty... It scared me. I, I, I don't like being scared that much. I don't like really scary ones, but Signs was right there. You don't like really scary... I, don't like, I like Signs because remember that scene? Well, like, you would barely uh, get to see the alien... There was just a scene of like I don't know, it was overseas somewhere. He was hanging out in the basement or just around the house. Yeah, he would do that. But they they had this. They're like they showed the news and it was just like a bunch of kids going like ah. It's like the, it was like the Bigfoot sighting <laughs> right. where the alien just passed by real quick and all the ah! kids were like losing it. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, there's aliens. <laughs> uh, what was the? I'm not good at remembering the names of these things. War of the Worlds was good. Oh yeah, that was. I liked War of the Worlds. What uh, was their weakness? It's always something very like was it like oxygen or something? Right. It's always something the, that's just inherent just, to Earth. I think it was just being on Earth. Uh, they were slowly dying, just being on Earth. Yeah. Uh, There's something about uh, the oxygen or something. You're right. Uh, in War of the Worlds, uh, but I I don't know if I believe in aliens or not. I I do believe in Bigfoot. You do believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, and I definitely believe in the Loch Ness monster. Oh, you don't believe in Bigfoot. You're making a joke because nobody believes in the Loch Ness monster. No, there have been actual pictures of the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> They're not grainy. What does the Loch Ness Monster and look it's, like? It, it's, um, it looks like a dinosaur, and it's always it lives in the water, and it's yeah. always peeking out. <laughs> it's kind of part... It's mostly dinosaur-ish. Doesn't he... Is, does he hail around Ireland? Is yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Nessie. Yeah, maybe we can go... Yeah, if you Loch go Ness over to watch Northwestern. That's right, in Dublin. Try to find him. Uh, we are talking about going to... To the, see the football game, so we got to stop by and see Nessie because uh, we'll get a picture with her. Are you considering it now? Uh, yes. Um, here's the thing, though. If I go, I'm going to have to convince Mark to get a long vacation. You know? Right. Because uh, you want to you want to make the Euro I, trip. I don't want to just go for the game. I really want to do the Euro trip where you, you see everything and do the tours yeah. and maybe have a pint. That yeah. type of thing. Um, golf. You're just going to golf. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that alone, the golf courses there oh, are yeah. legendary for golf courses. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm hoping to go. And I think uh, some friends are in. Nice. But they have more time on their hands than I do and probably more money. Right. Uh, so. How 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 much would a lost in Northwestern bum out your two week trip to, to to Europe? Do you think you'd get over it? I'd be very very angry <laughs> because the season and the whole experiment might be done uh, by then. I might be. I might just leave the stadium and go golfing. I mean, I've done that yeah. before. <laughs> I have done that. Leave for... the only the whole trip. Yeah, but you're making quite a trip to go over there to uh, see that game. Yeah, well, well, there's other things to see. <laughs> That's right. Um, I mean, there's a reason I probably haven't gone to an Illinois or a Northwestern game in the past, uh, but I want to go to Dublin to yeah. see Nebraska Northwestern. Uh, it's a dip- although Nebraska Northwestern Chicago's fun. That's a good trip too. Yeah, that is a really good trip. Uh, I've just never done it. I. Uh, I so. wish that that you know. I, I obviously I just wish that 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 had a little more stakes to it. I wonder yeah. if they're going to get a bu- a big 
you know, fan base over there in Ireland if Nebraska can do that. Um, because obviously they're going to be the traveling uh, fan group. That's why they're over there. It's, it's, it's Nebraska, not Northwestern. Um, and I don't think Nebraska gets enough credit for that. Um, uh, and, and of course, not nationally. Nobody's talking about um, that that game quite yet until you know the week zero approaches. But um, you know, it's not like all, you know, it's not like Purdue. <laughs> um, Purdue and Northwestern can schedule a game over there. You know, it's it's kind of got some international appeal to it, so it's it's really cool. Um, and I can't wait for it. I I've said before that I would if I went to Ireland, I'd rather not really go see a Husker game. I'd rather do Ireland things. Yeah, um, but <coughs> and that's the reason, right? Uh, I just want game day to be one day. Um, yeah, but you know, you have to do all the things associated, the tailgating and hanging out with Husker fans, that type of thing, drinking at bars where they're located and doing go big red chance and Husker power and that type of thing. I want I do, I'm going to do everything, but if I'm going to do everything, I got to go for a while. But how much, uh, you know, obviously they're kind of fighting Notre Dame. Notre Dame's probably got the, the best fan base over there, just based on the fact that they play games in Ireland every once in a while. Right. Nebraska's kind of being that traditional power to try it next. Are they going to be able to compete with um, Notre Dame, who is the fighting yeah. Irish? I don't know if you're going to get a, convert too many Ireland fans over there. Rob reminds us uh, Loch Ness is in Scotland, not Ireland. But oh, that's cl- right. Yeah. But they're all close. Yeah, it's pretty um, close. You could, I mean, if you're going to Ireland, you could easily reach Scotland. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, they're, I mean, they're all by train. You can, Or in some cases, you have to fly, but it's not a long flight if you have to take a flight. Um. So, and I'm going to do, if I, again, if I go, I want to see the game. Yeah. And I'm going to do all the things associated with the game, but mostly it's a two to three week tour of Europe. And I, I think that we should both do this and have the Tom and Bach show from over there. We got to yeah. convince DP for some of the finances, yeah. but yeah. yeah, Tom and Bach go to Europe. That sounds like a great, a great idea for the show. Yeah, and DP had that same idea until he became management and realized he would have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, that is the problem. Like with the old man, when Ron Romero owned it, it was like we <laughs> should do that, idea. do our show, and it'd be two weeks from uh, Scotland and Ireland, and it would be fantastic. Uh, we could travel around and play a little golf, play St Andrews, yeah. and then go. Uh, to Scotland. It'd be fantastic. And I said, yeah, right, DP. As soon as you get that pay forward, uh, get that pay forward, uh, then we'll do it. We're all in. Um, we'll just start a GoFundMe account now. And by <laughs> then, it'll, we'll have enough money. Uh, let's see. Uh, we were going to talk about this, and I think a, now is a good time to bring it up. Hoiberg had some interesting things to say about Nebraska's shooting slump, their shot quality, uh, changing the offense. And let's just start playing the bites and see what triggers us. Uh, but this is Fred Hoiberg talking to the media about Nebraska's shot quality and polling guys if they take bad shots. Here it is. And I, I put up on the board specific points on what is a good shot and what's a bad shot. We watched every single one of them on the film. And, you know, it's not just the threes, the step-back threes. It's the step-back mid-range. We were one for 13 in the mid-range the other day, Casey being the only one. Uh, hitting a mid-range shot on a possession that hit the paint first. Uh, so it is. I, we must improve, and the way to improve is pulling guys when they're taking those shots. We've done it on some shots. I need to do it on all shots to get guys out of the lineup when they're taking those rushed, contested shots. They're killing us right now. We've read those quotes, but you could hear the frustration when Hoiberg talks about it. Like It feels like he's serious. I hope he's serious, right? Yeah, is it, was he saying he was he was calling for more mid-range shots? Yeah, I know, which is a thing he hates. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of um, cool. But I think the penetration 
needs to happen, even if it ends in the mid-range. Kobe's actually a very good mid-range shooter. Yeah. I, I, I see Kaysay as a pretty decent mid-range shooter. And I like the fact that when people run out at him, and they've gotten the scouting report on Kaysay, run out on him, chase him off that line, he's actually pretty good at pulling it down, penetrating, and either taking a mid-range shot, kicking it out, or continuing on to get the layup. I think he's got, and I think it's going to grow his game as he gets bigger and stronger. I think he's going to be very good at all of those things. Right now, it feels like he's trying to prove to everybody that he is the Japanese Steph Curry. And I don't need that. I just need to see production. Yeah, you kind of got to grow into that at this level and, you know, maybe hit the weight room a little bit. Maybe down the line he'll be, uh, you know, more of, of that, you know, calling that name calling. So, um, but it, it, I, I do, you know, we, we, we've all tried to figure out different ways, different lineup switches to make this team um better and, and to hit a higher percentage and, and they just don't th- seem to be too much of, of a three-point shooting team so yeah. um you know may- maybe the you know you don't have to dive too deep in the analytics to say this team can't shoot threes so i know it goes against the 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 the, uh, the idea of either threes or layups but if you can't hit threes maybe it turns into either mid-range or lips find a way yeah. to score right uh, inside and be out efficient. start yeah. inside out see it go in the hoop and then work your way out. Yeah, and if it's, you become a threat in the mid-range, like you said, right. um, then that can open up some more open three-point yeah. shots. And I think sometimes Nebraska's best, uh, like Bryce McGowan's. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply early in the season, was really good at going to the hoop, getting fouled, get to the free throw line, make those, and then that can be your impetus to you know start seeing the ball go through the hoop. You see that, and then you start getting more confident. It's a confidence thing. Uh, totally. Hoiberg, Fred Hoiberg talking about uh, the mental part of a shooting struggle. Well, I can sit here and tell them I, you know, I moved on to the next one, but I was as mental as anybody out there uh, when I shot. You know, I'd get mad at guys for you know going over and kicking over a chair when they're not shooting it well but I was the first guy to kick a ball up into the balcony when I wasn't shooting the ball well because I cared I mean and these guys do too uh, not one person on our team right now uh, I can promise you is satisfied with the way they're shooting the ball every single person to a man and they're putting in work uh, you know right before I went to my radio show the other night we had a bunch of guys in there getting up shots continuing to work on ending their slumps and, you know, I know I've, said, I've been saying this all year. Uh, I am confident that we will make shots at some point. Yeah, I thought the other night was the night when we started out 5 for 10 and took great shots, 
Uh, thought that was the night where we were going to take the lid off and have a double-digit three-point shooting effort. It didn't happen. Uh, we're 321st out of 328 teams in three-point shooting right now. I never in a million years would have thought that that would be our issue with our team. I had other concerns, but not shooting. So just continue to work. That's all you can do. You know, when I was a player, I just, listen, the only way I could get out of it, out of my head, was continue to get reps. Um, but it's a miserable feeling. I'm telling you from experience, it is a miserable feeling uh, when you know you can make them and they're just not going in during the game. So just keep working, keep grinding, and eventually they'll fall. Yeah, maybe he's going to take a few shots away, but it feels like uh, he's not going to take he's not going to take the green light away from a lot of guys. I mean, I, th- I thought that's what he meant when he's going to pull guys for bad shots. It feels like a lot of guys still have the green light because he believes they're good shooters, first right. of all, which I'm not sure... <sighs> I don't know why you keep saying that. Maybe it's just for confidence purposes. I know you're a good shooter. They will they will fall at some point. That's what he's saying to his team as much as he's saying that to the media and to the fans. You're good. I've seen you do it. It's going to turn around. But but something has to change, and I think a good place to start is where he's starting. Pull guys for shooting bad shots. Yeah, and and I'm I'm excited to see if you know how how much that happens. I mean, and I think we've kind of seen it to a degree with Alonzo Verge. Alonzo Verge has been pulled for bad shots before, and now he doesn't really take threes. I mean, uh, yeah. he took one that was just kind of a bad identification from the yeah. rebounder who, who threw it out to him because there was a few guys open, and he's not the yeah. guy you want to throw to for the open yeah. three. Um, but I mean, if he's forced to take it, he will. But um, I. I, I think that that's a, a solid step. I think that the idea to get mi- maybe more mid-range could be an idea. We'll see. I, I want to see some experimentation tonight. I, Kennesaw State is a team that played with Creighton. They played with uh, Iowa State. So it's not it's not completely just like a exhibition where you're going to beat this team by 40. Um, but it is your kind of last chance to not play anybody outside of the Big Ten. And you got to figure out some sort of recipe to get this team going. And maybe you can fall back on shooting once they get their confidence up, but something needs to happen. Start inside out. Uh, I've heard that for years. Get to the rim. And I think Bryce McGowan's is a guy that can do that. We know that Lonzo Verge certainly is a guy that can get to the rim almost any time that he wants to. Um, But I think a few, that's what Derek Walker does. Most of his shots are around the rim. And that's why he's one of the better field goal shooting centers in the entire country. uh, Percentage wise. Um, there are more guys that I know can. I don't know that Ka- uh, Kobe Webster's naturally gifted at, at going to the rim or Lat Mayon's right. natu- naturally uh, gifted at going to the rim. It seems C.J. Wilcher is willing to do that, but I think he thinks that he's such a good three-point shooter that he should shoot threes when he's open. Um, but it might not hurt to get a bucket inside, try something new. And I, like you, am in the camp that he said it. I'm taking guys out if they take bad shots. Now will he do it consistently? Or is it just done to certain guys? Because that sometimes happens on teams. Where certain guys still have the green light, even if they're bad shots. Other guys, you know, you're polled if you take a bad shot. So we'll see. Um, but Kennesaw State tonight, we're not going to learn much other than if Nebraska doesn't win by quite a bit, I'll be disappointed. Boy, if Nebraska drops this game. And again, it's possible. They played Creighton and Iowa State close. Obviously, Creighton, Nebraska oh. played them close too. So um, they're not a great team. Um, they're four and seven, for what it's worth. That's they were five and nineteen last year. So yeah. they're kind of you know as you know kind of like Tim Miles over there. You got a program to build, and they're at least building. Um, um, but 
like I said, I mean, they've, they've played better competition yeah. close. So they're not going to be scared of Nebraska. Nebraska needs to find a way to get confidence. Yeah. So this is, this is a get-right game. Yeah, it is, and it's a must-win, to say the least. I felt like Kansas State was. But I think uh, the – But Wa- what's what? – Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, just what's what's the must-win anymore? I mean, we, we kind of talked to Robin Walsh the other day about, you know – What's what's the realistic goal at this point? And with the way they're playing, maybe it would be good to see them get to five conference wins. So what's what's must win mean anymore? It means must win means you can't lose to Kennesaw State. <laughs> you cannot, Fair enough. You cannot uh, because you're talking about a, a team in crisis of confidence. Uh, there's a big crisis of confidence going on. I mean, we see it in the shooting. If you lose it to Kennesaw State, a team as you mentioned four and seven. I don't know how you recover from that anytime soon because uh, even if they beat Kansas State by 50, the schedule is daunting. Yeah. Uh, it's just a very tough basketball schedule in a very tough league, in a league where you've already gotten blown out twice. Um, actually, Michigan, and then they went on the road to, to Auburn. The, the Indiana game was close. Yeah. Um, but you need you need to not only play well, but you need to – you need to get some confidence back. For what it's worth, the Big Ten's not as daunting as it has been in recent years, at least if you just go by the top end. There's yeah. not as many, you know, Purdue's obviously up there. But as far as the top of the top 25, you know, there's not five or six teams uh, up there. Yeah. But it is interesting. I mean, Minnesota, a team people expected to be awful this year, yeah. um, is doing pretty good already. And, and it's just yeah. frustrating to see, like, how, how can Minnesota do that with a former Tim Miles, you know, know. assistant as coach? Yep. And then you see things like at Iowa State where they won two games last year and they're in the top ten. It just I always go back to like how is this? How does nothing like that ever happen at Nebraska? Uh, well, the curse is somewhat believable. Yeah. There's, there's some sort of curse going on. It feels like, and more importantly, it feels like Nebraska is believing it. Like there's some sort of thing that they're just doomed. Uh, you know, you start playing well and Trey McGowan's gets injured and you lose. Wilhelm Breidenbach, and you can't make threes from guys that we thought were going to be uh, big-time three-point shooters. And they can't seem to execute an offense that they, you know, were kind of made for, according to Fred Hoiberg. He felt, I think that I was a coach that felt confident going into the season. And when your coach is not confident, that bleeds. I mean, guys are pretty good at reading their coach. And I think he's still carrying his head up, you know, as high as he can. But he's got to be... He's got to be, you know, what's going wrong? I mean, he's got to be going through a, the same confidence problem that everybody else is to a, to a certain degree. He's only human. But you've got Ohio State. You've got Michigan State. you got at Rutgers, Illinois, Purdue. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of wins there. There may be no wins there. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a tough stretch in conference play at yeah. And it is it is hard at this point to convince yourself that they'll get to 500. You know, you, you're kind of thinking about five or six wins. Yeah. But more importantly, you know, and, and those things can change over the course of a season, obviously. But more importantly, it's just show some life in the program. And, yeah. you know, maybe it can get started against Kennesaw State. Um, you find something there and then you get two top 25 opponents next. I mean, that can turn the season around. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they can they can find something because I think they have the players there to at least, I, I keep saying it, put it together for one night. And it seems like they can put it together for five-minute stretches, yeah. but it's never a 40-minute yeah. game. Back to the Trey McGowan's thing. We'll get to uh, uh, Chris Bassett of the Lincoln Journal Star. If he's there, they, they, they're probably still not great uh, because they were struggling even with him there. But they're not. They're also not 5-7. and seven. 
Um, they're probably at least a couple wins better than that. They've had a couple of winning, winnable games. You'd like to think a four-overtime game that he would have made one play that would have made the difference in that against North Carolina State. And maybe you get some momentum uh, from that if he's there. Yeah, I, I think not having him is a, is a huge loss. And I'm not making excuse, excuses because this team is bad. And it was bad even with Trey. Not bad, but it was... It was still not great. Well, he's by far their best yeah. perimeter defender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, even if you don't think about the offensive, I mean, any, any, you know, yeah. those dunks that he could do could yeah. breathe some life into the team, but especially that just that perimeter defense. And it goes back to the, the thing where if you're not shooting, you have to have something to hang your hat on. Yeah. And, you know, at least with him, maybe you could say that you could hang your hat on defense yeah. here and there. But without him, you kind of... You just don't have it. You don't no. have an, a, an enforcer or a guy on defense no. that you're particularly scared of. I think Verge is an excellent um, on-ball defender too. At times when he when he when he's you know plugged in, um, but he's not he's not what what McGowan's was. Yeah, I, I think back to that early loss. Was it South Dakota State or South Dakota? Uh, that that was that was just an awful awful loss to begin the season. Oh, the uh, Western Michigan. Western loss? Michigan. Oh, sorry, Western Michigan. Yeah, uh, they they beat South Dakota State, right? Uh, yeah. South Dakota. Uh, but yeah, Western Michigan, uh, that, that law 75, Western Illinois or Western Illinois, um, was the, uh, was a really bad loss. Um, that you look back at that and that's just, yeah, to start the season, gave, that gave you a bad, bad taste in your mouth. Let's get to break. Come back with Chris Bastant of the Lincoln Journal star. We'll do that next. Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long, wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.